All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. So the Supreme Court tonight ruled that the Texas case would not be heard as it's put forth. And, you know, what we have there, the Texas Supreme Court case was the sexiest thing, right? The sexiest thing since Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed kissed at that telephone scene in her house in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Remember that scene? The sexiest scene ever back from the golden age of Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. And that's how most of you felt about this Texas case, the sexiest thing ever. Man, the whole world is looking at the Texas case. Yeah, it's really got a lot of attention. It's it's going to go places this Texas case. It what who who couldn't go places looking like that? Behaving like that. It had everybody on board with it. But the Texas case was uh was not meant to be. And conservatives all over the world who aren't true patriots have absolutely had a conniption fit. An un educated, intellectually immature conniption fit because the Supreme Court said it wouldn't want to hear this particular case. They thought that it had some sort of magic spell, this Texas case, and we all got caught up in it, didn't it? It was the sexy thing. It was, it got all of the attention. It garnered all of the news, but Patriots, The Texas case was never, it was never our primary pathway to victory in all of this. You all pinned your hopes on it. Tonight, you're all crying in your Cheerios over this. You're waddled up in front of a pillow with a fire in your living room watching sad Christmas commercials on the Hallmark Channel thinking that this is all over and that our last shot at this was finished and done tonight. The Supreme Court of the United States did not rule or deny the merits of the Texas case. The Supreme Court, let me say this again, and let me just try to calm down because you've all got me worked up. The Supreme Court did not rule on the merits of the Texas case. It did not. Did any of you read the ruling Or did you simply react to the social media Twitter storm and the social media firestorm, whatever platform you're watching and reading? The ruling said that Texas, quote, did not have standing to bring the case. All right. The court didn't say there's no fraud here. The Supreme Court didn't say um, Dominion voting machines were in error and that Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan, Arizona might not have experienced coordinated and massive fraud. It didn't say any of that. It simply said Texas as a state by itself wasn't hurt by the Pennsylvania election. And and so therefore, they don't have what they call standing to file. So patriots, look, every one of you everywhere throughout the world, Every one of you who are acting emotionally and who are ready to give up the line rather than to hold the line are playing directly into the playbook and the wishes of the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party. They want to offer this up, all of your misery, all of your grief, all of your panic that you're experiencing right now. They're offering it up on the altar of social media. 
Because if they can win that battle, if they can get you to believe that the Supreme Court ruled against Texas because of what you think they ruled against, that that the Texas case somehow meant that there was fraud and that there's no other pathway forward and that the Texas case was the best and the most legitimate chance that we had in order to win this whole thing, that's what they want you to believe. So they're offering up all of your panic on the altar of social media. They want you to give up. They want you to give up the line. They want you to think that this is all over. Constitutional attorneys out there, there are a few of them who I got on their nerves today. And oh boy, did they, you know, I'm a troll and they came after me. There's all sorts of fake constitutional attorneys out there on the left-hand side of things. They all want you to think. Oh, and by the way, it's not just attorneys. There's, There's Supreme Court reporters out there, right? They're counting on many of you to give up your place in the line. They want you to falter. They want the line to falter. They want you to say out loud, the fat lady is singing. Well, move out of the way then, you. Move out of the way, all of you, and let the rest of the patriots hold the line because we're not giving up. This is not over. None of of the other avenues for a Trump victory have gone away tonight, and there are many of them. Texas was only one, and it wasn't the best one. It was as if Texas was the hottest girl at the prom, right? All of your heads turned, and you looked at Texas. Wow, look at Texas. Hey, everybody else is joining the bandwagon. Everybody else, Missouri, Indiana, North Carolina, North Dakota, South Dakota, all of these other states, you're all joining Texas because she's so beautiful, and she she garners so much attention. It was like Texas was... Texas was Ginger, right, from the old Gilligan's Island show. Everybody thought Ginger was the hottest girl on the island. I never agreed with that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I always thought Marianne was the hottest and the most sensible. I would have rather ended up with Marianne. And so Marianne, in this case, Texas is Ginger. She's great. She's glamorous. She had all the big names with her, Ted Cruz. Now, I love you, Ted. Love you. Uh, Everybody was on board with Ginger. Meanwhile, Marianne, all of these other options are still out there, and they're better options. They're better ones. Everyone was jumping on this Texas bandwagon, and we all knew at best, at best, it was going to be a 50-50 chance for this Texas case to get heard by the Supreme Court. I was hoping it would, and it would have been glorious. I agree. It would have been great. But the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party thought, hey, if we can get them to think that Texas is the gal, if we can get them to think that Texas is ginger, right? And if we all of a sudden get them to put all of their eggs in that basket and Texas fails, then we will break their resolve. That's what the left wants you to feel right now, that your resolve is broken, that you're going to let the line falter, that you're going to give up on President Trump. You're going to be like Geraldo Rivera, who claims he's a friend, but with friends like that, who needs backstabbers and enemies, ladies and gentlemen? Geraldo, this is not over, and God love you. It's not over. To say it's over is simply an exercise in intellectual immaturity. And some of you may say that, well, you're hanging on to a false hope, Doug. I would rather hang on to this hope, and it's not false, 
than to be the one who capitulates to the mob and the cancel culture and who simply doesn't have a pair to stand up and understand that this was just one case. And the Supreme Court did not rule out the merits of the case. Texas was never the only hope for us patriots. So regain your hope, regain your resolve, find the line again and charge forward because we have to now more than ever have to possess and have to engage in what I call determined patriotism. State legislatures and the very Congress itself still have avenues to pursue with regards to this issue. Don't give up. Don't give up. Victory is lingering just beyond our reach right now. And don't stop reaching for it. To anyone who says that it's over, you're intellectually immature. And you may want the world to believe that it's over. And even you who say it, and even those of you on the left who hear me saying that you're intellectually immature, you understand completely what I'm saying is the truth because this is not over yet. It's not over yet. I don't know which way it will go, but it's not over. And they're lying to you. Those who say that it's over, they're either lying to you purposefully or they're lying to you accidentally. And I don't have the patience for either one of them. I don't have time for purposeful lies and I don't have time for accidental lies. Look up and research. Therefore, rid yourself of the ability or the accidental inclination to tell accidental lies. But I'm not lying to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is not over. Don't let the wind be sucked out of your sails. Don't let that happen to you. There are those out there who would have you believe that there's nothing left, that your boat's floundering, that you're going down. That would be the ones who are on the side of the enemy. And the evil that we're facing now are is why... You're being tempted to believe that. Don't you dare say to me or tweet back to me or somehow utter in other circles or in other media platforms that, well, it looks like the fat lady might be getting ready to sing right now. Don't do it. And I'm not making fun of you if you're tempted to say it. I'm trying to give you hope. We've got to regain that sense of hope. We can't let the wind be sucked out of our sails by lies and misinformation. Where is your determined patriotism? There's been no duly elected president of the United States yet. And that's the truth. What we had on November 3rd was a popular vote that was riddled with allegations of coordinated and massive election fraud. The Electoral College meets next week. The Electoral College will cast their votes in secret, and those votes are going to be sealed up, and they won't be read aloud until January 6th. In the meantime, the Congress has avenues to secure a Trump victory. State legislatures have avenues to secure a Trump victory. There are at least six current cases still active, still alive, all of which have more teeth and more judicial beauty, by the way, than did the Texas case. What we need to do is circle the wagons. 
Circle the wagons around President Trump more now than ever. The Republican Party has almost always failed at this. We run home to mommy and we give up way too easily. Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, and the other true patriots who are the elected Republicans among us can't do it all by themselves. We need to rally around them. Circle the wagon, patriots. Hold the line. Stop with the adolescent emotional reaction and become the patriots whom you were born to be. This is our moment. This is the very essence. It's the very essence of why the founders and the very hand of God's divine providence are calling upon us now to hold the line. Persevere. Don't let Ginger persuade you that Marianne isn't the best girl at the prom. To say it's over is to play directly into their hands. To say it's over is to capitulate to the evil one. To say it's over is to be a wussy, but put a P in front of the W or in place of the W, please, because that's what you really are. To say it's over is to abandon the cause. To say it's over is weak. To say it's over is intellectually immature. It's not over. Not yet. Not yet. And to admit otherwise is what will keep you up at night. In your beds many years from now, wondering, what if I wouldn't have given up? To say it's over now will keep you up many years from now as you lay awake in your beds wondering, what would it have been like if during this time of Christmas in 2020, during this election, what would it have been like If I truly believed in truth, what would it have been like if I had not given up? Don't be that person many years from now wondering how our republic may have slipped away from us. Stand tall, hold the line, regain or gain your sense of determined patriotism. I'm coming to you right now from my home studios in my seventh day of a COVID-19 diagnosis. And I am not giving up the line. I'm holding firm and I'm right there with you and I want you here with me. Never surrender. Don't give up. Texas wasn't the primary case. And we'll meet again right here on the right side with Doug Billings. Please look me up and subscribe to the channel and the podcast everywhere. And God bless you. God bless President Trump. (laughs) 